0: From the experts who've won them. Advice from the bookmakers who designed them. This is the football contest show on Vsin the Sports Betting Network.
3: Welcome in. It is the Football Contest Show right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa on the tip of the strip. We'll be joined momentarily by our friends in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Jeffrey Benson. And we will reveal the top selections in both Circa Million and Circus Survivor for week 10 in the NFL. And there wasn't a ton of carnage last week in Circus Survivor. Mike, that's been a couple weeks in a row. We did have eight players or eight entries go by the wayside in week nine in Circus Survivor. We are now down to 115 live entries. And, of course, the big story was our friend Bob DeLuca, a friend of the program here at Numbers Game with Gil Alexander, appeared on the program a few times. He went all in on the Buffalo Bills with all six of his remaining entries. And, of course, that uh, did not work out. We knew his strategy there. He was going to split on Thanksgiving. He was hoping for some carnage where he would still, you know, have a huge leg up on the field. It did not work. He is now uh, out of Circus Survivor. We're left with 115 live entries here this week. And we've got some big favorites on the board once again.
1: Yeah, you know, Brady, last week we had a pretty good discussion. Mike Palm even mentioned it uh, about the strategy uh, of – going all in with Buffalo, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And, and you may be expecting carnage, uh, and then you kind of survive, and uh, you know the carnage kind of helps you out for clarity situations. But uh, no longer do we have a participant with uh, six entries uh, and survivor. Millions is so interesting to me uh, because of the win rate. Uh, and we're going to get to the quarterly uh, winners and everything, but, I mean, it's incredible what some of these handicappers or what they're going about it or how they're going about it. Uh, and, and the records that they have Uh, so far through that contest as well.
3: Well, we've seen the consensus finally slip. I believe about five games under 500 is the circa consensus, the top five picks in circa million. You remember they started out the year so hot. uh, They finally come back down to earth here and now uh, a handful of games below 500. But our very own Amal Shah, the topic of the week, certainly Amal Shah. Miami, LA, Chicago is the alias and he is just, I believe, a half point out of the lead. I know he's in second place tied with a few other entries but uh, congratulations to our own amal shah
1: yeah uh, great job amal i mean this contest is so uh uh you know if, 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 from an endurance standpoint it it, it tests you uh mentally I, I think it tests you too uh and a lot of credit to to everybody in in front running right now and doing uh, absolutely fantastic in this contest it's incredible
3: All right, let's go downtown to the Circa Resort and Casino and join our friends, of course, the owner and operator, Derek Stevens, also the D and the Golden Gate in his portfolio there, his right hand man, Mike Palm, and then, of course, the director of operations at Circa Sports, Mr. Jeffrey Benson. Gentlemen, welcome to the program once again. Another exciting week of NFL football. Aren't they all when we have Circa contests involved? Of course, Mike and I just talking about Survivor a little bit, not a ton of carnage, a good week uh, for Survivor. Survivor entries, and then our very own Amal Shah, your former uh, co-host on Odds On, Mr. Palm, doing great in Circa Million.
4: Yeah, I want to know what piece that he has of that team. Uh, that'll be harder <laughs> to find out than anything, what piece he has of that corporation here. I know I know they did very well. They were they were around it, around it, around it in the first quarter. They had a shot to cash, but they, they didn't get the quarterly, and they're continuing uh, to do very well here. Uh, I think he. Uh, I think he is the dominant force in, in that team, that group when they get together every week and, and decide their picks. I think he has the most influence. So. We hope this run can continue for him all and he can go on to bigger and better things. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jeff, uh, you're the
3: star of this portion of the program when we talk Circa Million. Uh, This is uh, the beginning of a new quarter. Of course, we just finished up a five-week quarter. We will start anew in week 10 here. Let's get to the consensus and all the news you have for us on Circa Million.
5: Yeah, obviously, as you alluded to, uh, just wrapped up quarter two, which was a five-week quarter. Uh, this is week 10, uh, which is the start of quarter three, uh, and the second uh, four-week quarter here in the Circa Million. Uh, an exciting week down here at the book. Uh, we just awarded um, last quarter's winner uh, 150000 for first place on uh, a large, oversized check. So certainly an exciting weekend. Uh, have a lot of uh, the second quarter winners uh, in town this weekend uh, and the uh, the following week uh, to collect their prizes. So as we continue toward the end of the season and the full uh, you know season prizes, including a million dollars for first and the coveted uh, blue jacket uh, that uh, Derek to my left will uh, hand out to the winner. Certainly an exciting time, and obviously you know Amal Shaw and others are in the running. So. When you look at week 10 uh, and the top five consensus, they are as follows. Uh, The number one most popular pick this week was the Seahawks plus three on the road in Germany facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, That had a total of 1,654 selections. Uh, The Steelers plus one and a half getting J.J. Watt back on that defense at home versus the New Orleans Saints. That had a total of 1,493 selections. The Chicago Bears led by Justin Fields, minus three at home, was the third most popular pick with 1,251 selections. Uh, Moving our way down the list, the Browns, plus three and a half on the road against the ever-popular Miami Dolphins. That had a total of 1,205 selections. And then last but not least, it looks like Ryan Tannehill is going to make the start for the Tennessee Titans. They were the fifth most popular choice this week versus the Denver Broncos, laying two and a half at home. Uh, that had a total of 1,176 selections. Uh, so, to recap one more time for the listeners Seattle plus three, the Steelers plus one and a half, the Bears minus three, the Browns plus three and a half, and the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half. Those are the top five consensus counts by popularity for week 10.
1: You know, Michael, uh, Palm, I, I have a question for you in, in return in regards to uh, the Titans uh, situation uh, against the Broncos. It's like, Are there certain teams, in your opinion, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the spot, like, for instance, the Broncos off a bye, uh, they are a sell. Like, In other words, they're not going to improve their situation uh, from here on out. And and therefore, maybe the consensus is leaning towards uh, the Titans in that matchup. Yeah, it's interesting.
4: You know, Mike, when I look at this list, it's all about where's the number on the side of the three, right? I mean – you take three with the Seahawks. If, if we would have made this number two and a half, I wonder if Tampa Bay wouldn't have been the most popular play. Matt Eumanns in that terrific show he created Saturday, Bet Prep, uh, talked about that last night. There's a ton of sharp action on Seattle plus three and a ton of sharp action on Tampa Bay minus two and a half. And, and Matty's right, and I also want to say thank you to Matty. He had a minor role, tangential role in the college basketball Guide that really Ben Fox put together um, but but a good point on football as well.
3: No, I, I think you're exactly right, Mike. I, and you look at these numbers, the top five selections, uh, they're all uh, basically a field goal or less. And obviously three and a half, a very key number there too, with the uh, Cleveland Browns getting over a field goal there at Miami. Uh, If you like the Broncos, you take plus three. If you like the Titans, you lay the two and a half Uh, and and the Bears. I'm a little surprised by the Bears, though, uh, in the Westgate contest. They are two and a half point favorites and all the way to three here and still made the top five. Of course, one of the most interesting games we have this week as far as line movement has been the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Buffalo Bills, the speculation on whether or not Josh Allen will start. We saw this line get as low as three uh, on the thoughts that it was going to be Case Keenum. Now it's back up to six and a half, and and you have basically Jeff, a, a dead-even split here uh, in the contest, uh, just about, uh, you know, even side either way with the Vikings or the Bills. Are you seeing even action at the window too, or has it been all over the place like the number
5: yeah it's certainly been all over the place I was just talking to uh, to Derek about this I I, obviously when you look at the uh, the odds board uh, we sit at six and a half for Buffalo right now Uh, obviously in the contest uh, it was three and a half I think what you saw from the market all week as that number continued to go down and obviously uh, Allen not necessarily participating in practice was the thought that the market uh, felt he wasn't going to play uh, and then, obviously, earlier today, uh, when they didn't activate or bring up Matt Barkley from the practice squad, uh, you know, you definitely saw Rappaport's tweet uh, and Schefter talking about that. Um, and then the thought, given that they weren't promoting Barkley, was that the the, the thought is Allen's going to go. So, obviously, this number opened seven and a half, uh, you know, right, you know, on Sunday last week. I would, you know, it basically is saying that he's 80% plus to play. Uh, if it's announced that he's going to start, you know that line probably goes to you know a, an expensive seven or a cheap seven and a half, uh, you know, similar to what we saw earlier. Um, but if it comes out that he's not going to play, obviously you could see that line come back down and you know touch three or maybe even cross through three and go to two and a half before you see some market resistance on the Bills.
3: An interesting one here, Jeff. Uh, one of the lowest counts as far as selections uh, for the week are the Las Vegas Raiders with just 456 plays on the Raiders. And and for obvious reasons, in the contest, they're laying six and a half points. The live line, roughly four and a half. Uh, and the Colts became a pretty popular play with that value there, that perceived value. But This game just appears to be such a mess with everything that's going on with the Raiders, the injuries, they have retirement, uh, they've blown three 17-point leads, and then everything we know about the Colts, a new coach who's never coached. And, uh, I mean, this is just a wild one. Are you experiencing much action at the window?
5: Yeah, I mean, when you look at the game, uh, obviously Jeff Saturday is going to coach the Colts. You know, I don't necessarily know how much of an impact that's really had to the line. I think that's negligible. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's back for the Colts. He's a huge piece for them. And then when you look at the other side, obviously Waller and Renfro go on IR. Uh, and then you see a you know a group within the market, uh, obviously, release uh, Colts plus six, uh, which drove the market down to four and a half. So definitely kind of what we're seeing across the counter. Obviously, with Raiders minus six and a half in the contest, uh, not surprised to see uh, very little play on them at this number.
3: All right, gentlemen, well, good stuff there on the Circa Million. Another exciting week for Amal Shah, our very own Amal Shah, who is currently right there in the thick of things in Circa Million 4. We'll come back and dive into Circa Survivor. We'll talk to Derek Stevens about the remaining 115 entries in Circa Survivor. Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
6: With the Lucky landslots, Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is the football contest show on v The Sports Betting Network.
3: College basketball has started and now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. Over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson and Matt Humans, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at vcn.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the football contest show. We hold the guys over from circa Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Jeffrey Benson. We've talked about circa million. The top five consensus picks once again are the Seattle Seahawks, the Cleveland Browns, the Tennessee Titans, the Chicago Bears, and the uh Pittsburgh Steelers, the third most popular pick at plus one and a half. Now we now switch over to Circus Survivor with 115 entries still alive. Two weeks in a row, Derek, where we have had where we have not had a whole lot of carnage.
8: No, a couple of weeks ago we were at 125 and only knocked two out. Went down to 123, and uh, you talked about uh, Crushem Sports with the six last week, and we had two other entries, so only eight got knocked out. Uh, Last week, so we are going into this week with uh, 115 uh, active circus survivors right now, and this week, a um, little surprising, um, there are 10 different teams selected, and and um, you can tell that there's a handful of uh, entrants that are starting to be limited in what what they have available. Uh, the number one selection. Uh, for week 10 of uh, the Circus Survivor is the Kansas City Chiefs with 36 selections. Uh, second is the San Francisco 49ers with uh, 30 selections. New York Giants came in third with 17. Uh, fourth was the Las Vegas Raiders with 10. Mm. Uh, fifth was uh, the Philadelphia Eagles with 10. Um, and again, going to uh, what I was mentioning, how, how uh, some of the contestants are limited. The Chicago Bears have eight selections on them uh, tomorrow. And then we got the Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins, Tennessee Titans, and and, uh, New Orleans Saints each with one selection. So when you take a look at it, you know, Philadelphia, the biggest point spread, you would have thought that Philadelphia would have more. But remember, there were only 14 of the 115 contestants that had Philadelphia available. When you go to Kansas City, which was number one, only 60 of the 115 had Kansas City available. So um, as we get deeper in the season, um, choices become narrower. Uh, I would say, though, for me, when I saw this uh, hot off the press just before we walked in the studio, the two that really stood out to me w- was uh, 10 selections on the Raiders and uh, 8 selections on the Bears. But, you know, at some point, you you, you got to take horrible teams.
4: Well, you this- or go against
5: horrible teams like the Detroit Lions. Oh, god. My- I I, I would say uh, no Thursday team was used uh, for the second straight week. Uh, And then when you look at, I can't confirm this without uh, digging a little bit deeper, but I think when you look at the saints versus the Steelers, my guess is that would be one contestant who is using the double option and going against each other. That would be my initial thought, but I I don't know without digging a little bit deeper.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, Derek, your thoughts about the giants sitting there at 17, uh, uh selections there. I mean uh I, Houston's a bet against I get that. Uh but uh in your opinion are the Giants a, a team that or is shaping up to be a team that could be supported here. I mean that to me it looks like a risky selection as well.
8: Yeah I, I, I don't disagree. Um you know we open that we open the Giants at six and a half. Um money's come the other way because we're we're hanging a four and a half right now. But uh from a circus survivor perspective uh like you said, this is a little bit of a play against the Texans and the Giants are at home. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I kind of understand it. Um, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders selection, um, I definitely think the Raiders are pretty vulnerable with, uh, with all, all these variables that, uh, that you mentioned in the earlier segment. Um, but, uh, but I think, I think you're going to see, uh, you're going to see a, a few of these knocked out. Obviously with one, we know, we know we're going to, there's going to be at least one knocked out, but, uh, Odds are high. We're going to see a couple knockouts here this weekend.
5: Yeah, when you look at that giant game, it's certainly interesting. Obviously, Derek alluded to uh, the line moving quite a bit. Obviously, uh, earlier this week, it looks like Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins, number one and number two wide receivers for the Texans, are going to play. Uh, so obviously, you saw some support there for the Texans uh, in the market. And you know, then when you think about the Giants, you know they've really done all of their work as an underdog this season. And um, you know, they come home here and they're you know almost a touchdown favorite. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they fare in that spot. Yeah, I was going to
3: ask you guys, uh, explaining the Steelers pick, but you see there that there is one pick on the Saints as well. So I think you're probably right, Jeff, that that's got to be somebody uh, splitting the bag there on that particular game. And uh, obviously one of those entries, obviously there could be a tie, and that would knock them both out. But uh, one entry likely to move on to the next week. Uh, the Raiders certainly peculiar. Uh, the Titans. I, I, I mean, Derek, do you know how many people have multiple entries left? Because I think there's a number of these picks that we could, uh, you know, make a lot of question marks about.
5: I, I think it's six people have multiple entries.
4: But the, but that, that number I don't think is accurate because there's corporations, right? And there's people that have either before the season or during the season get together. They each got two left. They make it four. We, we It's hard to tell. You can't tell just by looking at the names. So if there's six on the paper, there might be 15. You know, it's, it's just, it, it, you, ha- you have to keep that in mind. Although, obviously, the big story was the guy with six uh, going down, despite Derek lauding it as a genius play.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, the strategy of this is, is so um, all over the place when it comes to uh, anticipating carnage. Uh, or are you just trying to survive? I mean, I think at this point, uh, with the remaining entries, 115, uh, how much is this mapped out, in your opinion, uh, you know, or how much is this week-to-week uh, situations that you see uh, after the results, results each and every week?
8: Well, I think, you know, the, the way the map gets designed is different for everybody. Um, you know, I think uh, – you know, there's 43 uh, contestants that have Baltimore available. I think you're going to see um, potentially a big Baltimore play coming up in the following week. So everyone really has to start mapping it out, uh, mapping it out according to what they have. So um, I, I think these maps are really starting to become divergent. When you when you go through on a line-by-line basis, who's got what and, and when you got to make the move, um, I, I, I think that uh, – I think you're going to start seeing a few more of these a few more of these moves. Again, I'm I'm, I'm a little bit just surprised. The Bears really stands out to me as uh, Bears and the Raiders are the two that really stand out to me this week.
5: Well, I'd also say some of this mapping has probably become accelerated uh, than what you would see in a normal year given that there's only 115 people left. Yeah. Um, I think obviously there's a lot of game theory as the uh, number of contestants continues to shrink whereas, you know, if you had 500, 700, 1000 people left uh, of the 6133 that started. Uh, some of those decisions would definitely be a little bit different um uh, but when you look at the implied equity of each entry which is you know a little bit over 53,000 um obviously these decisions become you know magnified each and every week
3: all right, gentlemen, we have reached the second half. We have 115 entries still alive. Like you say, Jeff, over 53,000 in value, inherent value for the remaining entries of that $66,133,000 pot for Circa Survivor. An exciting week coming up indeed. Guys, thanks again as always, and we'll talk to you again next week.
5: Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you.
3: All right, that is Jeffrey Benson, Derek Stevens, and Mike Palm down at the Circa Resort and Casino. Go visit them when you come into town for a a tremendous sportsbook experience. And this just keeps getting more exciting (laughs) week after week for both of these contests. And we just find out this week one of our own, Amal Shah, is right in the mix in second place in Circa Million. You have 115 people left in Circa Survivor. We start the second half of the year, and it feels like we're getting down to the nitty-gritty.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of teams have been used, too, from the Thanksgiving Day schedule. Uh, and, and Derek talked about it, too. I mean, you got uh, the Steelers and Saints, you know, y- using uh, that strategy, employing that one, right? Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Uh, a- and why do you pick that game, you know? <sighs> um. <laughs> You're trying to survive, <laughs> Brady, but I get it. But it's it's... You know, because we talk about... I guess
3: it has to do with who they've used so far, right, right, you know?
1: Right, right, um, that, That's just an odd one right there. But then also the carnage along the way, too. Like, we're we down to just the prospects. I, I think the prospects of one particular person winning the $6 million is adding pressure, right? Yeah. Because, you know, if there was... There was a 1,000 people still left in it. I don't know if your thought process is like that, right? I, I agree with but you. But with one hundred there, and, and Jeff <laughs> talked
3: about it. You know, the, the game theory really increases yes. as the pool decreases. Yes,
1: you start thinking about that money that could be all yours, right? And, and that's part of this. And, and um, that's why it's so intriguing to me right now. Well, it, yes, you're right. It, it becomes uh,
3: incredibly nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. We've talked uh, with a number of contestants here on the show. As it, as it narrows, the plot thickens, and, and it puts more pressure on you. Uh, I, I can imagine, or, or I don't know if I want to imagine, going through this and just you know second-guessing yourself time after time, oh. who am I going to pick? Yeah. Uh, it, it's really difficult. Uh, m- maybe some way, in some ways Circa Millions is easier. <laughs> I
1: don't know. you got 10 people on the Raiders, so. though.
3: I know that uh, is a sweat. (laughs) We'll get some more insight from our man, Dave Tooley. He does a tremendous job covering all the local contests here in Las Vegas. He'll join us on the other side of the football contest show.
0: This is the football contest show on v The sports betting network.
3: Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash to get in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Celebrate responsibly. Welcome back to the football contest show. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And we want to bring in our man, Dave Tooley. He is a senior reporter right here at VSIN. You can follow him on Twitter at ViewFromVegas. And Dave has been covering these local contest football contests in town for decades. Does a tremendous job. Follow him on Twitter for all the updates each and every night and every weekend for the contest updates. Dave, thank you so much for joining us here on the football contest show. You're a great person to have on. On this type of program. And I wonder what your reaction is there to the Circus Survivor reveal. We'll start with Survivor and then we'll make our way on to millions. But uh, the Chiefs, number one, the 49ers, number two, the Giants, number three, and then, you know, not too far from the top, the Raiders there with 10 selections, and then maybe a possible split there from one player who had two entries remaining, splitting the Saints and the Steelers. I thought that was peculiar.
0: Yeah.
7: Um... Per, per usual, I mean, usually the the biggest favorites are going to get the the most people relying on them in the survivor. Although obviously, you know, a lot of people already use the Eagles, so that's why you know the biggest favorite of the week, 11 points over the Commanders. It's only 10 people uh, use them. But yes, yeah, so, but uh, yeah, not not surprising. The Chiefs minus nine and a half against the Jaguars. The 36 people would land there. Um, the Niners are next as a seven point favorite. So there's 30 on there. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> the next highest favorite is those Raiders, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd be wanting to put my uh, survivor life on the line uh, with them, although I was eliminated with the Jaguars, so who, who am I to speak, right? But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, uh, as uh, Derek and Mike and Jeffrey were talking, I mean, obviously there, there comes a point here where, uh, you know, people can't use all the good teams every week. So uh, you do see, like I said, 10 on, 10 on the Raiders and 8 on the Bears.
1: Dave, we were talking about this a minute ago about uh, mapping it out too. like uh, after all the carnage. I mean, maybe to your advantage with only 115 entries right now to, to kind of have a situation where you have the flexibility to map it out. I mean, uh, from a game theory standpoint, um, that, that has to be in play. I mean, we're approaching Thanksgiving here and, you know, the talk before was would this thing survive and make it to Thanksgiving or even Christmas. But to map it out from here. Uh, gets very, very interesting to a lot of people.
7: Yeah, of course, and yeah, I think I think everyone that's in this, or at least anyone that's serious about it, is is, is mapping out the season as it goes, and obviously with with injuries and just how how teams are faring, either good or bad, uh, certainly changes what when when you're looking to you know, save teams for and use them in certain weeks. Uh, yeah, the, the big criticism. Uh, last week, with the uh, Carson Sports going all in on the Bills, was most people thought they should have saved that for Thanksgiving, but uh, they obviously had a different strategy in mind. But yeah, it's, uh, it's it's always interesting to you know, to look over to see what what people are thinking on a weekly basis on this because uh, you know, a lot of money on the line.
3: Dave, I'm curious, uh, do you play in Circus Survivor?
7: Yeah, I, I, I did. And uh like I said, I the Jaguars knocked me out on uh, my la- my last two entries. Um I am in a second chance survivor <laughs> online. So uh that one's that one's been a little more chalky the last few weeks. Uh, the second the second half of the <laughs> season last well, I, I not 11
3: weeks. But. I, I don't know how you handle that type of contest. You are famously uh, an underdog or past player, and so how do you play a Survivor contest? Uh, is there is there a huge difference in your strategy versus Survivor and and just betting on games?
7: Oh, of course, yeah. You you, re- you really got to compartmentalize uh, that in in your mind, and uh, you, you obviously got to play them a lot more favorites than the Survivor. But uh, I mean, obviously, you know and the goal is that by you know you know trying to identify the live dogs in a given week that you avoid the, some of the vulnerable favorites but uh, it's uh as we all saw this year it was it was it was a minefield for for everybody no, no matter how you're approaching it
1: Dave I got a question about Circa Millions and because it's it's extraordinary uh if you look at the first place uh right now 3311 and 1 uh second place 3212 and 1 i mean on down 3111 and 1 i mean these teams are are competing uh in this contest right around that 80% i mean can you quantify for me can you help me understand the level of skill or level of luck uh that these uh entries are experiencing right now
7: well i mean yeah we would all like to think that the it's it's skill because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's what we all you know do every week, trying to pick these games, and so yeah, there's there's a, there's a whole lot of skill, but yeah, the the things that separate the people at the top are you know the luck, the, the bounce of the ball one way or another, referee calls, you know, strange decision by coaches, <laughs> game management. Uh, yeah, you have a lot, you know every week you have a couple of those games that are just you know they're 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 really coin flips. Yeah, you know, obviously the goal the goal is to avoid the coin flips. But you know, even uh, the leader, thirty-two and eight, going into last week, and they went one, three, and one, <laughs> and they, they they still held on to the lead because uh, the consensus, as Brady mentioned earlier, hasn't been doing as well uh, in recent weeks. But uh, yeah, you know, even the leader hitting eighty percent can go one, three, and one. So yeah, every every week is its own puzzle.
3: Dave, you mentioned the consensus, and that's where I want to go. Of course, we have the consensus five this week, the Seahawks, the Browns, uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, what You mentioned the consensus has been trending down in the last few weeks after getting out to such a hot start, uh, both really the Westgate and the Circa Million contest. Have you noticed you've been covering these contests for so long? Is this typical the way it's gone, or is this an outlier the way the consensus five has been so far through the first half of the season?
7: Um, Again, most of the time it it trends towards 50-50. And, yeah, obviously this this year started out strong. I think through through, uh, 20 games it was 13-7, 65%. Um, we've had, we've had years when it's been hitting 40 45% and then you have everyone going on twitter and talking about how yeah you got to fade <laughs> you got to fade the consensus but uh, but but generally you know with the help of some stale numbers uh, you know it sh- it should be above five uh, you know 500 in that 50 to 55% range so again i think that's you know that's kind of why we've seen a little little correction uh, in the market here the last few weeks
3: Dave, uh, do you play in both the Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Million?
7: Uh, Yes, I do.
3: And what have you? Do you make different plays for each one, or is it really just based on different lines? Because oftentimes they will have, you know, just a half point might be different in the two in the two contests.
7: Yeah, I generally play what I feel are my five five strongest plays, regardless, even if it's a you know half point or a point different. you know, if it's around a key number, I might drop. I'm, I might drop a play. And again, these are the plays that I, I post in my Tully Takes Today column at decent.com every day, and then up, updated through the weekend. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm usually liking about five to seven dogs on the on the card, and so it's usually trying to whittle it down to the five strongest plays. And yeah, there's, there's a few times where, you know, I, I will alter a play or two. Um, with, with, depending on what the lines are, but I mean they, they've been pretty, about, well, you know, thirteen points a week uh, have pretty much been the same.
1: Dave, going back to Survivor here, I, I mean, any thoughts on the elimination rate uh, maybe changing a little bit? How long do you think Survivor does last this year?
7: I I, I definitely think it goes past Christmas. I mean, you you have you have. Uh, I mean, even though you know, we talk about how there's only 115 left, I mean that's still <laughs> 115 uh, left, and you assume that most of them have been charting out the season and saving some good teams for uh, you know Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, now that the <laughs> crushing sports out uh, with this, you know, he, he used the Bills, but most most people have been saving the Bills. Uh, so I, I think we're definitely going to go there. Uh, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see if we can go the full 20 weeks again.
3: Dave Tooley on a rare favorite right there. It was a few <laughs> weeks back that uh, Jeff Benson and Derek Stevens <laughs> made the line minus 500 that we would make it to, uh, make it to Christmas. And uh, Dave Tooley there thinking Circus Survival will go beyond the Christmas holiday. Dave, thanks so much for checking in on the football contest show. Good luck to you this weekend, and we'll do it again down the road.
7: Oh, absolutely. I love the show every week, guys. I, I use it to write my story for the website.
3: All right, awesome. terrific. You can check out his stuff at vison.com and again follow him on Twitter at View from Vegas. Uh, do you follow him on Twitter? I mean, I because do. Yeah, yeah, he 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 updates not only every night with what's happening with underdogs and favorites and stuff, but he's obviously, um, I mean, if there's anybody in town that is fully mm-hmm. fledged into these contests, it's him.
1: Yeah, I had a chance to meet him at uh, the Westgate. Uh, and that was some advice I received from Matt Humans a while back. Go to go to the sports books and just hang out there. You'll meet some interesting people. It certainly <laughs> is interesting uh, that way. Uh, wealth of knowledge as well too, though. All right, very
3: good. When we come back, we will give out our plays for Contest Week Number Ten in the NFL.
0: This is the football contest show on vCent, the sports betting network.
3: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits is another way that vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game, at vcin.com welcome back to the football contest show brady cannon and Mike Pritchard here and we do a little fictional contest of our own both of us actually play in the Circa Million I also actually play in the Westgate Super Contest as well but our own little competition here on the show where we come up with our five plays against the Circa Million line and then we also make a survivor pick and these are picks that we have made before the show before we have seen the release of the consensus plays and whatnot. you see the graphic up there we've got a graphic noting the records how we did last week and, uh, Mike, I've got you by a couple games, but yep. uh, I, I, uh, I've seen it in your eye. You're ready for a bounce back here.
1: Yeah, you know what? i, I, I got to get re-energized because, like, the endurance part of this. Seriously, <laughs> the endurance part of this uh, is, is staggering to me at times. But, uh, no, let, let's get after it. I mean, the, before the consensus. And, and I haven't really been trying to guess the consensus. I, I've really been making a con, uh, conscious effort not to guess the consensus each and every week.
3: Now, now but don't you think that's a good contest strategy?
1: Well, Apparently not, because I'm losing <laughs> to you, right, well, uh, no, from here. No, but you said
3: you haven't been guessing it. Right. So here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If you know who the majority is going to be on, right? And, and, and obviously we're talking real live
1: contests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- yeah, the real live one. Yeah. If
3: you're trying to make up ground, y- you want to try and go against that. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to hold a lead, you kind of want to side with the contest. So I think it's to your advantage to try and get an idea of what the consensus might
1: be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, even Dave mentioned, though, because tail party went one, three and one. Yeah. And they're hitting that 80 percent. I mean, so I, I hear what you're saying on that. And. From from the real contest. I mean, if strategy, you could
3: know the consensus ahead of time, it'd be a huge advantage. Yeah, right? absolutely.
1: Yeah, because then you could do what you need to do uh, in certain where your standings are for for the contest. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think so. Knowing that you're guessing the consensus now, I have strategy. Now you <laughs> just gave me well, you just gave me some information right there in our personal contest here.
3: I, I tell you, um, <laughs> I I did not. The, the Seahawks makes sense yeah. because
1: it's a three.
3: Rather than at the Westgate, mm. it's a two and a half. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that it was very popular at Circa. I was a little surprised by the Steelers uh, being one of the most popular picks. Uh, the Browns, I, I think, makes sense. Okay. Um, I really thought the Vikings would be one of the most popular mm. because of what was line value. And, and then, of course, you know, a few hours before the deadline, it switched Right. Uh, in the Westgate, which has a later deadline you're probably going to see the buffalo bills be an extremely popular pick because now everybody knows that that the line has changed. Well, I got to
1: right? be yeah, I got to be consistent. So, I actually for here's my consensus. So, I'll start with the bills. I went with the bills. Uh-huh. Because yep. and I said this all week on V-CIN, uh on various shows, Josh Allen's the type of player that if I don't have to have surgery, can I play through this injury? I'm playing through it. Mhm. Um now we'll see what the outcome is going to be on Sunday on the game day um, for Josh Allen. But um, we got the information. Certainly Barkley was not elevated still on practice squad. So they're going to go with two quarterbacks, but even with case Keenum, I'm thinking the bills defense should be able to help out this situation. So uh, I've been on the bills all week Uh, when it moved up. I I found an opportunity to tease it down Uh for play in my pocket now. Um, But from the contest, no, I, I like the bills there. Um, Uh, We talked about the Browns catching points Mm -hmm. on the road. Uh, I got them. Uh, The Bears, uh, I like their situation. It is three. I mean, that could be a push. Who knows? Right. Um, and, And I like the Rams. Yeah. Because on the contest, they were minus one and a half. No, there's
3: no doubt about it. I, I expected that to be possibly a consensus pick as mm-hmm. well, a- and it was close, over 1,000 people over a thousand. on the Rams and only 300 people on the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, and then the Steelers, I had a lean uh, earlier, but I mentioned that the contest, uh, I had the Steelers with the points there because off a of bye week, and uh, it's so much that they need needs to work on from a situational football standpoint, and it's a young team offensively any type of improvement, and and just the up-and-down nature of the Saints, too. Now they go on the road. I haven't been in the Dome for a couple weeks. So your five, once again, you've got the
3: Bills, the Steelers, the Browns, the Rams. And the Bears. And the Bears. All right. My top five picks, or my five picks, uh, for this week in our fictional contest, um, I'm going with the Seahawks plus the three. Uh, I think it's an advantageous number there. I took the Jaguars plus nine and a half. I I just think that you and I really kind of agreed. Yeah. Uh, The Chiefs, you didn't want any part of the Chiefs not being able to cover Mm -hmm. numbers at home. I I think that'll be the case again. I think the Jags can keep that one tight. I'm on the Bills as well. Okay. uh, Laying three and a half in the contest. Uh, The Broncos, I took the Broncos plus two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's opposite of what the actual consensus is. The Titans, the Tennessee Titans, one of the most popular picks in circa million, almost 1,200 selections on the Titans. But Mike, there's a fair amount of selections on the Broncos, too. Almost (laughs) 1,000 on the Broncos. So It's it's really kind of an even split there between the Titans and the Broncos. I side with the Broncos a little bit. Even though it's a bad number, sometimes you have to do that type of thing as well. In contest, And again, maybe that can be a little of a a pro tip here Um, versus betting when when you're just betting at the live window. You don't necessarily want to take two and a half with an underdog. You Mm. want that three. But in contest, again, I think you sometimes need to be contrarian. And uh, apparently I am in the minority here taking the Broncos and the two and a half. Um, I think they have a good chance to win that game outright. And then I laid the seven with the 49ers and and a little bit of line value there because we have seen that number tick to seven and a half. And who knows, maybe it'll get to eight before they kick off on Sunday night football. Uh, But I uh, went ahead and took the 49ers as a seven-point favorite.
1: Yeah, one of the things I I will start to study, because there's a great point by you about the consensus and what you mentioned there. We have the selection counts here, and it's like, You can formulate your own thought process on what everybody's doing and how they're selecting, uh, like, if there's any patterns that start to appear. Right. Right. So, like you mentioned, you know, the other side of, you know, the Rams, Cardinals, for instance, right? I mean, uh, how close that could have been uh, from a consensus standpoint, right? And and so that thought process combined with, okay, the the Broncos – uh, almost a 1,000, getting close there, even though the Titans situation and, and the game that we just saw, we just watched. But there's a lot of information on those selection counts, I think, Brady, that you've enlightened me to in terms of uh, if you're going to focus on the consensus, then look at the teams that just missed the cut uh, of the consensus, the top five, and maybe some patterns will reveal themselves that way.
3: Well, a- and look at the Philadelphia Eagles. You've mm-hmm. got 800 809 selections on the Washington Commanders getting 11 points, Uh, but under 300, just 271 people on the Eagles. Mm. I mean, if you – and I think you can probably kind of guess that early in the week, saying, Mm. okay, it's probably going to be likely that uh, more people than not are going to land on the team catching all those points, who's been playing pretty well. Right, right. and you can really make a move if you're only a part of
1: 271 people and the eagles cover you make up a lot of ground yeah you do yeah you do um but you know you know considering everybody that's in million i mean 271 you know some people might be in the middle of the pack right and and they're trying to gain ground and so they think outside the box and and stuff like that but right um yeah I, i agree with you on that i mean but i just looking at the selection counts because I, I said at the beginning uh, of uh, of everything we talked about, right? in terms of human nature repeating itself, right? And uh, that's where I think some patterns could materialize, though. Did you make a survivor pick this week? Uh, for, for our, our – for our yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, I did. who you got? <laughs> the Eagles. Uh-huh, So, Because yeah. I didn't – Thursday night, didn't <laughs> use them, so, but the Eagles this week. So
3: i i've already used the You eagles. already used the, okay. i i've already yeah. used the eagles on our little show here yeah. um so i this one might surprise you oh now you you took them <laughs> uh in the uh in the millions in in your five uh here Uh, but I'm going with the Rams. Oh, okay. I'm I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams for my survivor play here on the football contest Mm -hmm. show. Um, They've dominated the Arizona Cardinals over the years uh, under Sean McVay and and even more so uh, with Cliff Kingsbury there in charge of Arizona. Uh, We've seen the betting market uh, go the way of the Los Angeles Rams, and maybe that's based on news about Matthew Stafford's health or lack thereof of Kyler Murray, but – um, you know, we, we talk about the Colts being a mess right now. The oh. Raiders are pretty messy. I think Arizona's a mess too.
1: Yeah, they are. <laughs> they really are. Uh, I've already used the Rams. Uh, from oh, From a survivor did? standpoint, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no. The Eagles who's picked this week. Um, but I'd look, it's not only the, the favorite situation, but um, it's, they're they're just. I don't do power rankings, but if I did, they would be my number one team. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think they're probably number two for me. Yep. I think the Bills are still my number one. We'll, we'll start and end the show with power rankings. Okay, today. I like it. Uh, the uh, Bills, I think, are my number one. I think I put the Eagles two and the Chiefs three. That is going to do it for the football contest show. Have a great week 10 in the NFL, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Keep it here for more of VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Zumo Play.